0: Welcome back to Dum Dums and Dragons, where improvisers who've never roleplay before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the Grand Wizard Bukake, your host. Our heroes are fleeing Quintown under attack by the Greywater Legion. Juniper gave a terrifying inspirational speech as Echo. Quinny ambushed some zombie herders and gave his invisibility ring to his daughter. And Butthole gave Crendon a hammer as they took up position at the back of the convoy. Can the town survive the journey back to the Fortress of Forlorn Hope? Find up next on Dom Dumb Doms and Dragons.
1: Emerging from the uh, mist and steam of the uh, ice storm that Juniper had called down from the sky, uh, the uh, wagon train of uh, Cornucopia, the town of Plenty, uh, now known as Quinton. Uh, begins its long, fateful trek north uh, towards the fortress of Forlorn Hope, uh, having uh, managed to uh, kill a couple of the herdsmen and uh, evade the uh, the zombie horde for now. The long column begins its uh, its perilous trek. Uh, there are zombies, of course, still still out and wandering, um, but uh, it's it's an eerily silent uh, sort of uh, late afternoon. As you uh, continue to roll along, um, there's something kind of horrible to the sound of, of the the wheels crunching, uh, sort of gravel, sticks, twigs, that sort of thing. Um, because they're, after all of the the literal fire crackling kind of behind you in the distance and all the noise, um, there's just an eerie silence kind of sitting over the uh, the survivors and the, uh, I mean, so far as everyone, but you know what I mean, um, and the uh, the vehicles. Is there anything um, the three of you touch base on or do uh, before you reach kind of the next junction? Uh, Butthole
2: would journey up to the front of the convoy from where he'd been at the back with Crendon and just be like, yeah, so awkward thing. If we're kind of in a race, I just realized that we left all the barricades up at the gates at Treesbury. So we can't like sprint through there. I don't really have a solution for that. I just wanted to note that that's going to be a thing
3: yeah seemed like a good idea at the time we can either go around or try to go through if we can figure out a fast way to get that thing open i have no ideas um we didn't bring any explosives did we i i don't
2: know oh man we're not gonna be able to find her because she's invisible jenny (laughs) he just
1: yells (laughs) so that it like uh you hear uh someone swear and stumble just to your left um holding it and uh jenny slaps the ring off holding her ears Uh, just kind of looking back at you in horror like yeah yeah uncle butthole what what
2: yeah we did we got to figure out like a whistle or something that that can call you uh so you were in that town of treesbury uh and we left all the barricades up but we kind of need to go through there
1: so yeah yeah yeah
2: those or something
1: yeah no I, i set up uh yeah i set up some ways to take those out sure you did yeah yeah just uh i mean not not explosives for those those ones but just uh you know, there's a couple of quick pulleys i set up that uh the crack it open i mean look the, those gates weren't really meant to hold out anything but livestock they're pretty easy to get through that's amazing i just made it look like he was super yeah 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 just made it look like he was super beefed up so you know people wouldn't fuck with it but yeah you know i could flick a couple things and uh it'll pop right open
3: oh wow quinn she's like you plus math like she might be better at this than you i i i, I think so uh tell tell me how this works so we can just know in advance and we'll
1: we'll get it so she explains that there's basically a couple of like mechanisms hidden amongst kind of the the barricade trash mm-hmm. um you can almost think of it as um a lot of the barricading has been set up against this gate she essentially freed up the, the the slot the gate needs to open so it can swing out now carrying most of the barricade with it if it's uh like not doesn't just like swing open shut but Easy enough to drag the whole thing because she basically affixed the entire barricade to the the gate. So the okay. gate looks barricaded; it is barricaded as long as it's closed. But there are a couple latches she tells you about, and a couple pulleys that um, will help, kind of like, when released, um, pull the gate uh, outward.
3: Okay. All right. Um, so then, that's what that's what you and I will take care of. Then, okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Sure. Keep that invisibility ring on and active. You stay invisible while you do this. We wanna be quick and quiet and stealthy. Yeah,
2: yeah. so we'd, we'd probably only want you guys to get out there and do that like when we're about 10 minutes away, right? Cause we don't wanna risk you guys being well, convoy free. check your watches.
1: Uh-oh, <laughs> what's a watch? I don't know, God told you about it. You should like that. Um, oh yeah, watch. <laughs> Uh, yes, no, sir. that wasn't Jiddy, that was Tom, the DM, saying, oh, you're here, it. Uh, you're yeah, 10 minutes cool. out. Um, oh, then, yeah, yeah, go go open it up so we can just trundle in. Yeah, I'm sorry, I was unclear about that, I don't often have to play <laughs> two party members constantly, uh, but here we are. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, you, you can see the, uh, the the edge of the tree line uh, not that far away, you recall that, yeah, I think, Butthole, for, the, for sort of the tactical analysis that you, you've applied, this is about the right time to send them up ahead. All right, so you guys go do that, uh, we'll
2: stay here and keep the convoy moving.
3: All right, let's go. And I'll 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 have my um Eye of True Sight active so I can still keep an eye on Ginny even though she's invisible. Um, yep. that I feels to roll, the safest to me. Roll a stealth check. Ooh, it was almost a 20. Um that'll only stealth, make it like a 35. <laughs> uh, uh, seventeen.
1: Oh. Um seventeen? Yeah. Oh. oh, I thought you almost rolled a 20. Uh, that was not, what we it was almost, almost yeah, yeah. I almost
3: rolled a 20 and then it landed on two. Oh, so it landed on two. So right, of two course. Two takes
1: to a 17.
4: How the... Okay.
3: Plus 15. Again, very good at specific things. I, <laughs> Once again, please, no insight checks for me, okay? No <laughs> athletics. Oh, man, you're going to hate this gate. Uh, it's just an athletic insight. No. Don't ask me about... <laughs> arcana or history. I, I mean
4: at least yours are like useful. My I have plus 8 on charisma saving throws. I don't think I've ever used a charisma saving throw in
3: my life. Good cuz a lot of those are usually like ah now you're enthralled to me. Like those are like one-way trips. <laughs> yeah, you wait until Petra McFux a
2: lot comes after us and you're going to be yeah. the only one who can resist her. <laughs> no. Uh
1: you already did the Stroud campaign, guys. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> um All right, so you uh Uh, the both of you uh, make your way up to the gate. Uh, She didn't roll tremendously well either, but it means that she's actually doing about as well as you, which is like real cool for her. Um, But um, she, uh, she makes sure to like drop a pebble from, from her full height. So you can see like the visual cue of her being there. So just like a random stone kind of like floats up and drops. I can Um, see her. Oh, you're
3: using true sight. Yeah. But she doesn't know know that. that she knows that. Oh, Okay, I'll say, stop that. Just try and be as sneaky as possible. I can see you. How, she, like, moves behind a
1: post and kind of peeks out? You're behind the post. How can you do... Oh, how, We so will talk about cool. this later, but we have some important shit to do. Yeah, okay, fine, fine. I just, I, I thought I was... Oh, <laughs> God damn it. Um, and uh, with a, a, a f- sort of series of frustrated noises that you know all too well, um, she goes to work on kind of her side of it. Um uh, Quinny, I'm not going to make your role for this. These are these are now that you know what you're looking for. Um, they did look like junk. Um, like I'm thinking, kind of in terms of like Mad Max style barricades. It's like it's hard to tell what's barricade and what's what's actually functional. But yeah. with her instructions, you're able to find it pretty quickly. And uh, butthole, you're relieved uh, to see the gate um, creakily kind of swinging open as uh, as uh, the the convoy approaches. Um, Quinny, are you and Ginny heading back? Uh, to join the convoy or are you going in uh we're going back yeah great yeah um so the two of you make your way back um meet back up um we're in the same marching order i assume yeah Maybe yeah we'll, we'll the of, head yeah but, but you've gone back to the back to yeah, make sure they're okay. covered um all right amazing so um you uh, the convoy um uh, begins to roll into uh uh into treebury um quinny can you roll me a perception check please Moss, you can as well.
4: Ooh, right on.
1: Perception 19. 19? Yep. Uh 17. Seventeen. Okay. Um uh, the the place is, is uh eerily quiet. Um, but uh it smells worse than uh than the last time you you were through here. Um and uh you, you begin to hear moans as uh rather, uh, faster moving zombies begin to just spill out of the woods on either side. Um, and upon closer inspection, you can see that the walls have actually been broken, um, around the exterior. And it would seem that, uh, more, more of the undead have been let in. Uh, what do you do? You have sort of a moment to react. Uh, not until they're like on you, but just you have right. kind of a couple seconds. Mm-hmm. I'll
3: shout to the back and say, uh. Butthole, we need your anti undead thing ready. And I'm gonna jump off the front and and sprint to uh, the gate at the other end of town to get that ready. To, okay. To open.
1: Great. Ginny um, will go with you. So uh, the two of you kind of like sprint to the other edge of town as, as the zombies begin to uh, to pour in. Uh, Juniper, what are you doing?
4: Um. Uh. We still have. I think I'll go to. To butthole, like, we still have the cart, right? With the bell?
2: Yes! Unless you ran the convoy. I'm imagining you're yelling to me down the convoy, and I'm like, wait a second, and then I give us a thaumaturgical cell phone so we could talk. Yeah, okay, so, yeah, I've got it back here.
4: Well, I mean, would now be a good time to deploy it?
2: Except it's at the back of the convoy, and the zombies are in front of the convoy, so I would be summoning all the zombies through the convoy.
4: Yeah, but, like, no, 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 like, we move the, like, wagon, like, off to the side... Like way away, and then like someone stays back and starts like hammering it to get them all to like one side of the town, so we can just like sneak on
2: by. Okay, that's actually kind of clever. Uh, but hold, lean out of the wagon, Tom. Is there like an open
1: path, or would we have to drive it through zombies to get be able to use the thing to get the way to get the 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 like the bell wagon? Yeah, to get the bell wagon ahead of you, you'd have to drive it through. I don't think okay. it's going to be possible based on well, our convoy layout. Sorry, you're, I was doing something. Your goal is to get the bell into the middle of town? No, we were trying to get the bell
2: off-road to somewhere where it can, like, summon zombies away from people. But zombies are coming
1: in from both sides of town, right? I mean, you could, like, roll it back down the hill, but the zombies are kind of... Like, unfortunately, you you, you are, are very much moved into so. the mouth of, of this. Yeah, uh, we're,
4: fuck.
2: we're surrounded, so I'd be drawing half of them away and the other half would be more excited attacking. attack uh, Right.
1: On that note, uh, Jennifer, what's your AC? My AC is
4: twenty-one. Twenty-one.
1: Um, all right. Um, so as uh, as you continue to talk on your thaumaturgical cell phone, um, uh, a shadow passes over you, uh, and then lands on you, uh, screaming uh, as um, a uh, an orc in a blue and yellow jumpsuit um, wearing a a smiling like a yellow smiley face mask. Lands on you in the chair and just brings a great axe down and two huge swings uh, onto you. Um, So, uh, Juniper, you're going to take eight and 12. So, uh, 20 points of slashing damage. Oh, butts. As um, uh, this guy rains hell down on you. Uh, I
4: say oh, Uh, butts. Yeah, no, (laughs) I I, I bought that. Juniper says, The fuck?
1: Um and uh, he just kind of turns his head at a forty five degree angle and he says,
0: "Time for your happy meal."
1: Um, at which point oh. uh, the other uh, the other fries engage. Uh, so uh, let's get initiative, yeah. please.
4: Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Nine.
3: Twelve. Sixteen.
1: Brian, you're twelve. Yeah. Sure. Oof! man I am rolling trash on initiative that is a that's a mighty stack. Um, all right uh, Quinny um, you're up first um, after the uh, the surprise round the zombies are roughly one turn away from the uh, the wagon and um, uh, you can see movement in the general store and the, um, the saloon. Uh, to refresh your memory, um, heading north, uh, the general store will be on your left. The saloon will be on your right. General store is where Ginny uh, was, was camping. Um, saloon was relatively empty aside from the morgue upstairs. Uh, there was also the Bell Tower, which has collapsed. So that whole area is just kind of rubble now. Um, the uh, You're up near the gate uh, on the north end. Um, there are also those stalls uh, that now are kind of uh, at the northmost edge, uh, kind of where you are. So you do have some cover. Um, unfortunately, the gate is down, uh, as you would expect. And um, you can see movement uh, in the upper floors of both the
3: uh, saloon and the general store. Um, okay, then I whisper to Ginny, um, I need you to very quietly and carefully open this gate and then get somewhere safe and hide. Sure, yeah, don't worry. I put traps all over the
1: place. They're, they're totally gonna fall into them. I've got explosives, I've got, uh, like nail traps. It, it's gonna get them. Every time they open a door, they're gonna get completely fucked. Be careful, okay? These guys are dangerous. Yeah, well, they're gonna be less dangerous when my nail traps get them, but all right, I'll get to work. Don't worry about me. I, I got this. I'm going um,
3: to, uh, the saloon okay um
1: so i assume stealthily yeah give me that yeah. roll baby try and get the drop off. literally anytime i'm asking you to roll for stealth at this point i'm trying to figure out how much of a ghost you are and or did you roll a one and somehow like step on a squeaky toy or something because i don't think there's really a yeah. there's no range anymore <laughs> and then do you re-roll that one and also get a one <laughs>
3: The minimum Uh, he can roll on stealth is seven fucking teen. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. If it's not a natural one, then yeah, it's 17. Um, (laughs) Love Love that. In this case, it's (laughs) 33. Okay, well, let me roll for the
1: Happy Meal and see if they. Oh, what do you know? What do you know? They don't. They can't see that. Nothing can see that. No one has ever seen that. Uh, This is impossible to see.
2: This episode is sponsored by Shopify. all lowercase go to shopify.com slash dumdums d-u-m-b-d-u-m-b-s now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash dumdums that's the way you get to hear this hello friends it is i reginald local hero who's never run away or been afraid even once I'm here to tell you how you can contribute to the Horde or our fortress or whatever. They told me I had to do this, and if I don't, I could die. So let me tell you exactly what you can get. You can get an opportunity to contribute in a way that doesn't require you to risk your life, but keeps me risking mine. I did not approve this script before I read it. Uh, apparently, if you chip in $15 a month, you get the ability to contribute new names to NPCs and characters and locations that can appear in this show. And then some of them might be my friend. Well, that's very good. I need more friends. And some of them might try to kill me, which is just fine. Up to you. Uh... Just go to Patreon.com slash Dumb Dumb Dice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. Join today, you can contribute. Plus, there's ad-free feeds, apparently, in some kind of community. Please, just don't send scary things.
1: Quinny, you managed to stealth your way over to the, um, to the saloon. Um, peeking in through the front door, um, uh, you can definitely see that stuff's been moved around. Um, they've, uh, just kind of thrown some tables and stuff down in front of the front doors. They're clearly trying to like make it not as easy to get in. Um, but they didn't know they were dealing with, uh, Quinny Brown Barrow. Um, so getting over that, uh, you can hear heavy footsteps, uh, upstairs. Um, and, uh, you just hear, um, sort of a, a, a gruff voice say, uh, strong boris has engaged Uh, make sure you're in position phantom Uh, we're going to need all the help we can
3: get uh i'm going to follow that voice uh and try to stab it stab the owner of the voice uh (laughs) while watching out for traps
1: amazing so um what's your uh, can you roll me a perception
2: check for the traps while he's rolling, interesting fact: the odds of rolling two ones in a row on a d
3: twenty are one in four hundred.
2: So one in four hundred times, theoretically, Quinny will
3: fail a stealth check. All right, I season twenty two in a row though. That one time on the lock pick like my 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 time is yeah. coming up for my double ones or triple ones or whatever awful thing might happen. Uh, twelve and uh, perception, uh, 17. 17. Um,
1: all right. Uh, they haven't laid traps. You get the sense that this was uh really looking out for Ginny's traps. Oh, fair enough. Yes. Um, I think you would have already I think you mentioned stripping those because butthole wanted copper wire. So um Ginny's traps are all uh are all taken care of. You uh you guys spent enough time in Treebury digging around to uh okay. to have disabled those. Uh no new traps have been laid. Um if we think about the chronology of this, uh by the time Chickless Nage, the Chaos Mage, could have found out about um, where you guys were and what was going on. Like, that's a, as much time as you had to prepare as how much time they've had to prepare. So they're right. also scrambling, okay. uh, as you can tell from, like, <laughs> the half-assed, like, I flipped a table in front of a door. It's right, like, yeah. Mm, I did it. it. Um, so uh, it does bring you a little bit of, um, like, a, a little bit of comfort, at least, that um, you're on somewhat equal footing. There might be traps, uh, but they still have to kind of play play by the same rules. Okay. Then I am making my way upstairs. Phenomenal. So okay. um, you get upstairs and uh, you can see um, a uh, sort of a, a, a large, like a guy who really fills out these these uh, blue and yellow jumpsuits. I think Fallout, like just kind of that, that, that style yeah, of, yeah. of jumpsuit. Um, uh, so much, much bigger, um, wearing kind of like a big armored shoulder pads. um and uh, he's got um, uh, just sort of a, a big fucking massive, uh, like two handed sword hanging off his belt. Um, and very much uh, in charge. He's got the the happy face mask flipped up on top of his head, uh, clearly not quite trucking that bullshit. Um, and is, uh, to your surprise, uh, speaking into the equivalent of a thaumaturgical cell phone. He seems to have like a, like a, a, literally like a conch shell uh, that he's holding up to his ear and just being like, like <laughs> barking orders into. Um, and, uh, beside him is, um, uh, clearly kind of like, a, an underling of some sort, um, who is, uh, has a, a crossbow, um, that he's aiming, uh, at the, uh, the baggage train, um, through the window. What do you do? I'll say okay. like movements clearly burnt, but like you have an action so you can still get in there if you want. This is all like, again, treeberry isn't very large. So I, I would buy that you've been able to kind of cover this this amount of ground.
3: Yeah. Okay.
1: But you're at the top of the stairs. They're a little ways away from you.
3: What do you do? Um, if that guy is aiming a crossbow, I'm assuming he's like at a window. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They're both, they're both looking out though. The commander is clearly like observing the battlefield and calling the plays. Um, the other guy is clearly the, like keep people off the commander guy.
3: Okay. Well, second verse, same as the first, let's push them out the window with repelling blasts. I'm going to amazing. All right. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> like
1: that the minor utility that gets like tacked onto the edge of an Eldritch blast has it's, become a So much more. Yeah. yeah. It's like when Fortnite was like, yeah, I don't know, we made a multiplayer mode for our like cool <laughs> co-op
3: game. <laughs> um and okay, so the first one is plus eight. Uh 26 to hit. <laughs> yes, that'll hit. Adds another 26 to hit. Uh, also will will hit. Great. Two damage on the leader and three damage on the one known as Phantom, but they both get pushed 10 feet out that window. All mm-hmm. right. Uh, and I'm sorry, how much to Phantom?
1: Uh, three. Three? All right. Yeah. Um, so, uh, <laughs> you just have enough time to hear the, uh, uh, the, the chief say, yes, yes, it's all going according to, as he's just like, they're both blasted, <laughs> uh, face first through the window. It's not elegant. Like it's not that Scott Pilgrim jump we we're talking about earlier. Um, the war chief like bashes his face off the, uh, the top of the, uh, the window pane as he goes through, causes them to like pinwheel down into the crowd Um, And uh, uh, you hear Phantom just like uh, yelp as his uh, crossbow goes flying uh, him following. Um, Incidentally, if the chief had been wearing his happy face mask, it actually would have helped uh, a lot. Uh, Further proof. As to why you got to tell Ginny about helmets later, um, so they crashed down into the um, into the wagon train, um, and so where exactly oh. is the wagon train in town? Tom? Oh, Just I didn't know the spring. wagons
3: had arrived yet. Okay,
1: uh, yeah, because Juniper's there. So um, yep. you guys went in. Wagon train was rolling in after you. Mm-hmm. They like the zombie started to come up. That wasn't a huge issue. So yeah. I'm imagining the wagon, like it, front literally... wagon is just hitting
2: the saloon general store. So yeah, yeah, kind of exactly. Like yeah, it, it,
1: it's, I mean, also just for, for the sake of, of the combats and the, and the narrative structure, like it's, a, they, they built this specifically as, as a honey, uh, yeah. honey pot, right? Like, come on in, come on. Yeah. Open that gate. Come on in. It's great. Zombies. Yeah. Aerial assault. Um, unfortunately they weren't, you know, prepared for, a the ghost of Tashima <laughs> over here. Um, yeah, exactly. No one, ah. no one's prepared for a Quinny. Um, so um, uh, they both kind of bounce off that. It's one of those awkward things where suddenly they're on top of of the carts and all the farmers kind of turn at them and are like, well, well oh, hey, hang on there. That No, no, no. Hey, it's raining. It's raining bad guys. Uh, and they just start like, carrying them with their weapons, they can't really hurt them, but they can definitely poke at them. Um, so it, it's rapidly becoming like a like a James Gunn action sequence of people scrambling as as inconveniences happen to them. Um, bring us to. Hmm? I
4: just, I just chuckled. Oh, no, I nice. was literally just me chuckling. It's
1: nice. Uh, brings <laughs> us to uh, the war chief. Um, he uh, he is he's mad um, and uh, he uses hurt. his movement to fall out of a window. Yeah, so um, he's uh, he's gonna kind of get up, um, but I'm gonna count this as difficult terrain because he's getting poked by like sharp things. <laughs> um, so he's gonna try and make it across. <laughs> uh, I am gonna roll an athletics check for him to get across the, the start, like basically running across the wagon train, um, probably to the north, trying to get away from where he can see like the golden glimmering butthole like, waiting for him. If you see a golden glimmering butthole, everyone, just run away from it. It's... Run away. Um, Or say hello, new friend, if you're (laughs) not a piece of shit. (laughs) Touche. I mean, this guy does a lot of charity work, but he's also a horrible mercenary. who's intent on killing all these civilians. So, I mean, you know, moral gray. Yeah, like, Um, what
4: charities is he supporting? I
1: don't... (laughs) Yeah, that's a good point, actually. Um, So, he... uh, He runs... um, he does succeed his athletics check. Uh, surprise, surprise. Uh, he kind of runs leaps, falls into a shoulder roll, um, comes up, um, pulls, uh, his mask down, uh, and just like lets out a, a mighty war cry, um, where he, he just yells, don't forget to supersize them boys. Um, and everyone else yells in, in, uh, uh, like, acknowledgement, which means you hear people yelling from the second floor of the general store, where they are clearly hiding. And then you hear some swearing from up there. And he's wearing, like, the, the watchman mask, so it's not... You can't tell what's going on beneath it, but you can definitely see a slightly disappointed... Kind of like, you know, these fucking guys. Um... And that, I believe, is his... So that's his... Right. So, i does done his movement, done his minor, uh, and he's gonna take a big old swing at, uh... I guess Juniper, you're the only one up there. He's not going to attack the carts. You're the scariest looking person in, in the vicinity.
4: Oh, no. I'm um, sorry, Juniper. No. Did
1: not so he drop got, him
3: into your lap like that.
1: He's got advantage uh, from his uh, from the other guy who's already I got two
4: guys on me now?
1: Yeah, you got Strong Boris. Um Fuck. And uh, you've, uh, oh, you've strong got... Strong Boris uh,
4: blue-yellow pants?
1: Uh, so oh, they're all in blue and yellow, yellow, but... Uh, oh, they all are, okay. Strong Strong Boris has his, like, wrapped around his waist. <laughs> uh, like, you know, like a... Like a sexy firefighter. Um, Yeah, nice. So uh, he's going to go for a swing, big old swing. He's got Mm -hmm. advantage. Uh, He can't attack twice because he fell out a window, Uh, which, you know, sucks for him. Uh, He will hit. Oh, okay. Sorry, what? Go ahead. I was
4: going to say I'll like kind of do that weird bubbly thing with my face. uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. To uh, give him disadvantage on the attack.
1: Alright, I'll re-roll it then. Uh, because that'll neutralize the the advantage. Uh he misses. So um yes. he goes to swing. Um, you do the the bubbly face thing. Um yeah, say like,
4: scared little fucker, aren't you? And then <laughs>
1: uh, and and yeah, he just yells what the fuck is oh no, um, and kind of like steps back into that uh double-hand samurai uh sword position, except it's like a giant two-handed sword that's kind of more slab of metal than sword um but yeah you definitely put the fear of god honestly he's having a shit day he planned a cool little ambush (laughs) and then some invisible guy blasted him out a window he wasn't invisible but felt like it blew him out a window um and now someone's got a spooky face uh so generally speaking not (laughs) not his not his best day um bringing us to um Alright, uh the guy who who uh jumped on Juniper. Um Juniper, does that count for your whole turn or is that just in reaction to one? Uh, no, it's
4: only a reaction. That's okay. It.
1: Um all right, so uh uh Strong Boris sees it. Strong Boris does not care. Um mm-hmm. so he's going to uh he he just says steal this one boss and, and uh <laughs> the chief's like, yeah, yeah, that one, that one, that one, scary one, kill the scary one. Um, so he's gonna rain down uh, two blows at advantage. Oh, uh, Yikes! You. Um, what's your AC?
4: Twenty-one.
1: All right. First one misses. Uh, second one's a pair of twos. Uh, I'm. I'm. I, I got my four hundred. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so pair of twos. Absolutely nothing. Um, how do you block these?
4: Um. I think it's a. It's um. I, I think it's, it gets blocked as she's drawing her sword. Oh, cool. So it's cool. one of amazing. those things, yeah, like, going yeah, to yeah. draw and just, like, uh, parries them away in, like, one swift stroke.
1: Uh, amazing, yeah. So you, you kind of knock him, knock him back. We'll say he kind of, like, falls backward off the chair, so now he's, like, standing in front of you rather than literally standing over you, like, right. doing the, the lumberjack chop down. Um, unfortunately, you still have uh, the two of them on you. Um, and uh, he just says, still? And the chief says, yeah, Still? Uh, um, So they're going to hang out. Uh, Butthole, uh, you are up next. From the back of the convoy, Butthole
2: has seen people get blasted out of windows and heard the cheer from the other side of the room. And Butthole does know relatively basic ambush tactics. So he just raises a hand from where he is at the back of the convoy. And he looks to the general store where nothing has happened yet. And he looks up at that bedroom that he knows is facing outwards. And he just yells, Hot snakes! Uh, and he would like to actually set the, the butthole opening the ground on the ground floor because he gets 10, 10 feet in diameter, 40 feet high. Mm-hmm. So he would like to just roast Ooh. from the ground floor up through the roof and then just leave the building on fire with whoever's inside it having a bad time. Fair so enough. I need, um, <laughs> I need whoever is inside it. Where are you at, hot snakes? Uh, they need to pass a dexterity save at DC 18.
1: <laughs> All right, let's see how the squishy mage does on that dex save. <laughs> Pro tip: not good.
4: <laughs> uh, we'll
1: see how the other uh, the other guys do. <laughs> All right, so one of them is fine, uh, but two of them are definitely not. Okay, so- and by fine, I mean we'll take however <laughs> much horrific, like half damage.
2: Okay, so they take fire damage and radiant damage, because it's magical flames, uh from, from the <laughs> from the soul of I guess his intestines now, because it would not theoretically be Hellfield because Moonhammer's not there. So I think it's golden radiant fire, which never has been like mm-hmm. really seen mm-hmm. before in these interactions as as the new butthammer thing, because it matches it'll match the same like golden light that expanded out of him when he he did hit the dead. So uh the ones who failed take 15 fire damage. Yikes. The ones who passed uh, take half of that, which would be running down or up at seven or eight. Your call, Tom. Uh, let's go with eight. There's a lot of enemies. Great. And they also take... Oh, no. Oh, no. He's uh,
4: he's helping us. This is they good. They <laughs> also take
2: uh, 13 radiant, which becomes seven for the people who are halved. So okay. 28 damage total for the big guys, or for the failures, and then the others take 15. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. Or if you want to make it bounce out fourteen. So that's what he hits with the hot snakes, um, Tom. When when Butthole's glancing around back here, does he see anybody that is closing in on him at the back of the convoy?
1: No, so far. Um, it, it would seem that like they jumped when they had to, like when the convoy was in. Um, they heard Juniper talking about like putting everything, like basically they heard enough to know that they had to kind of strike now. Um, but no, there don't actually seem to be that many of them. There's, there's a, like, there's a bunch, but it's not like, you know, 50 orcs come like running out of the woods screaming. And this tracks with how, how you understand the fries, right. And the fries who would remain loyal to this cause is, um, you know, a lot of the fries have, have specialty techniques. Some of them work in small units. Um, but the goal was always to kind of give, um, uh, potatoes, uh, sort of the maximum amount of like different utility squads that he could apply to any particular issue um these guys uh you'd probably heard of. Um they're they're a, a classic like wet work unit uh from Greywater. They've been around forever with rotating mem- uh members. Um and uh yeah, so no, the ones you've you've seen and can hear are still up at the front. No one's attempting to move back, also because they'd have to get past all the farmers, who again can't hurt them but can definitely be annoying.
2: Okay, yeah. So he's not expecting like this somebody to close
1: the trap from behind. No, um, the zombies are in theory the rest of the trap, and I think the assumption, which is actually not incorrect, is that the convoy is too slow to to back out. Yeah. Um, okay. Cool. Someone will likely try and do that eventually, but. To get to you
2: right now is a huge pain. In the and eyes. that's why Crandon will be here. He looks to him and says, all right, you stay here. I'm going to go cause more problems. Uh, and he just jumps off the cart and he would like to book it uh, up the left side, the general store side of the mm-hmm. convoy. Uh, he'll just basically, he wants to get up there to kind of distract, give an additional target. If somebody's not going to be going after Juniper, he'd rather they take a shot at him than the convoy. So okay, he's just yelling, I'm
3: butthole and you guys fucking suck. Has that building caught fire?
1: Um, yes, um, so the you can hear like cinders as the because that that how long does that run for, right? um it creates. Uh, it just says it's a 40-foot-high, 10-foot-diameter cylinder. So okay, it's Okay, not- so then it's it's a single action. So we'll say it isn't on fire, but it is uh, smoldering. It could but likely... I was going to say, the building would fail its deck save, so it would just <laughs> take, you know, 28 well, points of damage. I'm and saying there's like happens. a hole in the ceiling, there's a hole in the floor, <laughs> and the, the thing is, is smoking and there are minor fires. I will say if you add accelerant, it will... Likely go up. like It's like he blasted a cylinder through the middle of the building. Got it. Normally, he would have
2: done that to the saloon, but someone, and he's got an idea of who, threw some people at the
1: windows. So, (laughs) couldn't light the booze on fire. Smart man. (laughs) This is why he uh, tattooed Alan, was to warn her about exactly this tactic. Um, Okay. Okay. Cool. So that was Butthole. That brings us to, and I'm sorry, Butthole, you run up to help Juniper? Uh he would run up uh he has he doesn't even I think he can't see Juniper cuz she she's in the
2: front wagon he couldn't. So yep. he's just gone up from the back to the front, the left side, the general store side of the convoy okay. to just be like I'm an extra target. Don't shoot the farmers. You all hate me, not farmers. Gotcha, gotcha, is gotcha, gotcha. what he's okay. thinking. Yep, that's great. His shields uh, up and his hammers one-handed. He's aware that he's probably going to be taking some incoming whatever.
1: Cool. Um there is a, a furious roar um from the uh from the the uh the general store and uh, a, a, a big, big fucking guy, um, not quite as big as, as Strong Boris, but like in the ballpark, smashes out the window um, holding a warhammer. And he actually yells, Fort! Um, And uh, he lands on the ground next to you and stands. Um, and he says, We have unfinished business! And you see he's got a warhammer. And it's like a big... Kind of shitty Warhammer um, that's clearly been painted to look nice. And as he stands there, he quickly like sparks a flint against the top until eventually a little flame lights up. And he just yells, Give me back my hammer! Um, and uh he's going to swing at you uh with with his hammer, not understanding that it wasn't butthole who stole his hammer, it was someone muttering Bubhole. Uh, and in rage he will swing his <laughs> shitty facsimile with all his might He fails horrifically. Uh, it's a bad hammer. He's also still kind of on fire uh, and he jumped out a window so he's there. <laughs> <laughs> he's engaged with you um, but uh, he's not great and we'll say uh, we'll call him half mask because uh, his happy face mask is like broken down down okay uh, cool. Down the middle. Um, but uh, yeah, he he swings. He like swings at your feet and then kind of like looks all the way up at you and he says, taller than I thought. Hmm. Um, Bring us to, uh, oh God, there's so many people in that building. Um, all right. Uh, other guy who's on fire in the building. <laughs> um, you hear uh, panicked footsteps uh, and then you just hear, ah! And uh, a guy in robes, blue and yellow robes falls through the hole in the middle of, of the floor um lands uh gets up um dusts dust himself off uh kind of blows on his sleeve if you has to like pull the mask up to blow on his sleeve um and then um he just does one of those classic like uh, uh palpatine poses uh where he just says and uh puts out his, his fingers and like a, a palpatine-esque thing and he says and now i'll show you the true meaning of magic um and uh he's gonna attempt to cast <laughs> um
4: Sorry, I just rewrote all of Star Wars with that voice. <laughs> <laughs>
1: power, <laughs> unlimited power. Um, God, he actually has really bad spells. So, <laughs> thank God. I will, I will show you the meaning of power. Um, one second, I gotta. He begins
2: casting that green tent thing. That one can he cast <laughs> Feast.
4: Look well, out. Leoman's
0: tiny hut.
2: Eat goodberry assholes. Um, I will
0: cast beast speech. Get him, birds. <laughs> first, the birds are was just like, able oh, to
3: no. hear the birds say no. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, all right. So um he uh he, he throws out his hands, does that, um, and uh, uh slowly but surely you see uh, a sort of a green electrical energy begin uh to to spin. And sort of coagulate um, into uh, a sword, but it looks like a like a comedy sword, like you know the ones in like, um, like just like the blade is far too large, like the the big inflatable ones you get at the carnival. Like okay. it's not an impressive looking sword. Um, and uh, he just yells, "Behold the sword of Grum!" Uh, and he's going to attack you with his spiritual weapon. God,
4: these guys are so lame. <laughs>
1: Look, not everyone can be a not badass. Not you, Tom. No. You're great. No, I, I'm He's well got- aware. I just like, <laughs> I want it to be known. I want to go on record saying not every villain can be a badass. Some of them suck. I'm
3: still so I'm, scared. i actually been-
1: <laughs> She's talking a lot of shit for strong Boris and the war chief. I've two actually
4: one. been like chuckling to myself. Every time you say potatoes, it just makes me laugh so much.
1: Uh, in so uh, prepping for these, it was a great joy just listening to everyone be like, we have to take horse from it. A- gotta go beat a man. Like Tyler being like, there was a man in the world <laughs> whose name is Potatoes. <laughs> Just the, the rage in Quinny's heart. Um, all right. So uh Ryan, uh, what's your AC, bud? No, it's 23. Usually- oh, that is that is nasty. Um, he that does shield. hit, but it's it's rough. Uh it's rough going. Um, so that's gonna be um uh, 10 points of damage as the sword hits you with the broadside, just a a, a double smack. Um, Knowing how many times you've had to poke someone in the butt with the haft of your your spiritual weapon, like, you get it. Sometimes these things are hard to control, but, like, at least you know what the dangerous side is. This really just seems to be, like, someone who has imagined a weapon and has never held one, uh, thinking that this is is how it will go. He's still a ways back from me, right? Yeah, he's inside. He's basically standing, like, in theory, he, like, if he was cool, he would have, like, Thor dropped into the... steady fell into the, the building. And- well, he was on the second floor where he hit him with hot snakes. So he just fell through the hole in the floor and stood up in, like, the pit of fire that had been there. And now he's he's standing there kind of like it's his, but it's clearly not. Uh, and his robes are still smoking and, and blistering. Um, he's, he's, he's not that menacing. Um... But but be be afraid, I guess, or or something. Hey, did more damage than the big guy. Uh, this is true. Uh, Juniper, uh, you've got strong Boris and uh, the the war chief on you. What do you do?
4: I uh, I think I'm gonna go for uh hit both of them, hit each of them once. Um yep. Just to try to get them the fuck back. Um. So what I will do is. I'm okay, so I'm going to transfer plus three my bonus, which I can do, uh, to my AC.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, and that'll last just till my next turn. But I'm going to cast Divine Smite um on War Chief Fucker. Because I think Strong Boris is just too much of a loser, and he doesn't deserve my divine smite. Divine um, smite.
2: Do, I, do you have to announce that before you roll a hit, or you get to choose to smite with after you've rolled, to hit? It's oh, after after you've rolled a hit? Oh, after I rolled a hit. Yeah. yeah. So you can just. Well, see I'm going to do it if, it
4: if it hits. Um, it probably won't hit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a 14 to hit.
1: Uh, 14 to hit. Uh, the chief unfortunately does not hit.
4: Ah, fucker. Okay. Well. And that definitely, uh, 12 to, uh, fuck, 12 to hit Strong Boris.
1: And
2: Butthole, from what? where he is standing, seeing two people fighting Juniper, just opens his mouth and yells, fuck you. <laughs> uh, and it just <laughs> sprays, just this this lightning bolt of like a, a big cone of golden light uh, that hits uh, Strong Boris directly in the face, just blinding him back. And it adds 10 to your roll, which I can do before uh, oh he my. announces how a, a hit roll ends. So bam, hit made.
4: Oh, that's Hopefully. lovely.
2: <laughs> if a 24 doesn't work, I can't fucking help you. It, yeah. it does. You're fine. OK, good.
4: OK, super. OK, so that's the second one. Um, All right, yeah, I'll Divine Smite that one then.
2: Ah. <laughs> Is that the sound your sword makes? Is it Divine Smites? <laughs> yes this really is a bit of a sailor moon
3: thing i like it so different from how i roll my damage dice just like, you know, oh, Kick your. that's ass?
4: pretty good so that is oh i should probably roll my base damage too right
2: yep get it that's, all in
4: that's fine yeah. it's Ooh, not the,
2: it's not the time to be gentle
4: <laughs> okay well it's only for slashing damage but it's going to be a uh, 17 radiant damage
3: so 21 total do you have yes. your yes. modifier included in that?
4: Yeah, I rolled a two. Plus two? Plus two slashing. For your strength. Oh,
3: okay. Oh, okay. yeah.
1: Okay. Um, <clears throat> all right. So, um, you know, you 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 make your your strike um, and, uh, you know, it uh, Strong Boris, uh, you know, kind of blocks it with the haft and just says, Strong Boris, he's too strong for, and then like the fuck you hits him in the face and seeing your opportunity, um, you slash up and across his chest and um, you know, look the the jumpsuits don't provide much uh, defense, but they provide more than nothing, which is what he has. So you cut just a massive slash across his chest. Um, just blood showers down upon you um, as uh, as he roars in in rage, um, uh, looking uh, bloodied, if you will. Um, all right, uh, good good hit, Juniper. Um, that takes us to. I mean-
4: Good, good assist, butthole. <laughs>
1: <laughs> good damage, Juniper. That's for sure. Um, all righty then. Um, what the hell did I write here? Oh, yes. Okay, cool. Um, so one of the guys uh, from the uh, the saloon, or not the saloon, sorry, the general store, um, who is badly burnt, very badly burnt, uh, almost Austin Powers-ish badly burnt, uh, kind of like lowers himself from the second floor um and lands with kind of like a Whoo! um and he uh he kind of like you know cracks his neck um pulls out a, pulls a club off his back um and just kind of stumbles out um into uh into the world um but you're right there so i think he's gonna go after you he's looking real rough though uh this was the guy who who failed uh failed the worst in your your burning um so he's gonna take uh couple swings. Uh, he's going to be a disadvantage, though, because he's basically still on fire uh, and is not not doing so hot, uh, which means he will miss. So he just swings a club past you um, and wheezes like, you'll never stop. Happy, happy meal. Oh. Um, and uh, he, uh, he just yells, Grum, heels, please, Grum. Um, bringing us to I'm going to guess Grum. <laughs> uh, no, Grum already went, uh, Grum summoned that sword, mm. um, bring us to Ginny, uh, Ginny's gonna try and, uh, she unfortunately has found that her mechanisms are shattered on this end, uh, so she's quickly working to re, uh,
4: Tom, how many fucking people are in this fight, holy shit, A lot, Laura,
1: there's a lot, and we're not done, um, holy fuck, all right, Not so a
4: criticism, just scared.
1: Yeah, I understand. <laughs> um, Quinny, uh, Quinny, you see, um, like in a classic like video game where you're defending as a sniper and you see like the person you're trying to defend, uh, she's clearly got one piece working. Um, she's on at the computer, yeah, exactly. She's running <laughs> yeah. to a different computer and then she yeah, gets okay. stuck on a wall and clips for a bit and then she, she moves some more yeah, and she's okay. like tapping a gun against her head, uh, <laughs> and then just typing with fists, yeah. Um Cool, Uh, bring us to the final initiative of the order, uh, zombies, Uh, the zombies reach the carts. Um, So Ryan, does your power, is it an active power? How does does the anti-zombie field work?
2: Uh, I have to activate it, so it does not
1: yet work. So don't worry about it at this point. Uh, Alrighty, so let's see how the wagon train holds up. Ooh, that's a nat 20, so not the best wagon train yikes okay so hits all around uh for our beloved wagon train uh, all right uh that is seven points of damage to each cart um the uh the farmers kind of fall in uh to a close close defensive line it's almost like um like riot like in a riot scenario we're just pushing back with batons um so they're, they're kind of doing that, uh, but the zombies are definitely getting getting strikes in. Um, it, for them, it's a bit of like a – like it, it truly is horrifying. These creatures are, are a nightmare to them and they, they to see them this close um, in a way where they aren't like magically protected by heroes is kind of horrific. Um, a couple of the Treebury people are like screaming because they're seeing their friends and family like attack them in, uh, in this way. Um, And seeds are beginning to be spilt as uh, bags begin to rupture and uh, the very lifeblood of uh, the Fortress of Forlorn Hope uh, begins to leak away top of this incredibly long round uh Queenie Bradboro this episode of Dum Dums
0: and Dragons features the voices of Ryan Leplant at the Ryan Leplant on Twitter Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter Laura Elizabeth at El hamstring on Twitter and RDM Tom McGee at McGee TD on Twitter this episode sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra and dum Dums and dragons logo is by decapitated markers at decapitated marker on Twitter our theme songs are and now for that massive coronary and skipping through the orchestra pit part one by Peter Gresser and our
2: Dum Dumbs and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. The Half Blind Prophet. Christopher Little. Sue One. George Dolby. Laura Bradovic. Orion Birchfield. Scott Garland. Benjamin V. Gavin and Abby McDonald. Cade Peters. Richard Cranium. Anna Zed, Logan. Fire on Friendly. Acrix, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Austin Not Powers Fry, Stabby Stranger, Roman Brown, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you.
3: The Fable and Falling Network, where
4: fiction producers flourish. What's this all about? What about nightmares? We need to leave.
3: What are you doing?
1: They can't tear out your
4: soul anymore,
3: stupid. Ominous Thrill, a new audio fiction anthology.
0: I've done horrible things. Tell them what you did. I, I didn't do anything. To me. No! Character-driven tales of obsession. I'm no psycho. I'm
3: banging on my door and streaming it on the internet. Revenge. You don't mind if I sit here and watch lights
0: go out, do you?
3: The unexplained.
4: Don't leave me
3: out here. We can't help, I her?
0: We can't help her. We're leaving. You're gonna die.
3: No! I need the light. You want me to fall down the stairs?
0: No.
4: I want to push you. I love you so fucking much.
0: Ominous thrill. Available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts,
3: and everywhere. Flesh. Open. Oh, yes. Thrill you later.